Hey, how are you? It's Lisa F. Millen. It feels like ages. It's only technically been two weeks because last week I didn't end up doing uh, live last week. Just had stuff that came up and as we do. Hey, welcome. I'm really grateful if anyone comes on to listen or watches this in the future. I'm very, very grateful um, for anyone who comes and listens to my things and comments and sends me DMs later. So thank you very much. So today or watches this in the future I'm very very great so today I'm going to talk about your super consciousness now what do I mean by this what do I mean by this your super consciousness is what some people call your spirit your soul and every culture has a name for it or some version of it every culture right back to the Egyptians further back you know the Greeks the Romans everyone has some name for this part of them I'm just calling it your super consciousness because then I can actually explain it to you in regards to the other types of consciousnesses you have as well. So I have talked about it before and I might have called it your deep, deep knowing or your a deep capacity to know what's right for you. So your super consciousness is alongside your other consciousnesses. <laughs> How do you say that? So you, you have a self-consciousness, which is you, the conscious being. You have an unconsciousness, which is where those deep patterns sit from very young, those programmed deep things. And a lot of them are based on, I'm not powerful, I'm not right, I'm not capable, I don't have enough capacity, I don't have enough resources, um, I'm not good enough, no one cares about me, all those sorts of things. They sit in the unconscious and they are wired in and then they go into your subconscious, but they're wired in, that's a deep, deep part of you. That's wired in when you're young. Then you have your, your subconscious. Now that's more of a, it's more open and aware than your uh, unconscious, but it's not aware so much. What happens is any message that goes into your brain will go into your subconscious and your subconscious can't say no. It can only say yes. So everything that's coming into your subconscious, it cannot say no to. Okay, so we have this unconscious and then we have this superconscious that feeds into our subconscious, and then we have a self-consciousness too. But a lot of the time, we're actually living in our subconscious pattern, which has been fed by either our unconscious or our superconscious. Now, we can be doing those during a day. We can be being really uh, in our knowing and deep and choosing from that space, and then 10 minutes later, we could choose from an old, old pattern if we're not aware of it. Now, what I've done is I've wired myself, my subconscious, to actually listen more to my superconsciousness or my deep knowing or that gut feeling. Where a lot of people, because they didn't even know that these three types of consciousnesses, as well as your self-conscious, will just be in an unconscious pattern. Now, there's nothing wrong with this, but unconsciousness is driven from, excuse me, always a lack. Either we lack in resources we lack in love, we lack in power, we lack in capacity, like the capacity to do something, or lack in, um, we're just not worthy, we're not good enough. And that sits in the unconscious, okay? And that is widened in those first few years. And then that then is wired into our subconscious, because of course we're feeding from that space, unless we are trained to come in from a superconscious. But you'll know with little kids, even though their brain has been wired into this unconscious stuff from young up to about eight or ten, they generally work out of a super consciousness or a knowing. 
Like they know where to be. And I say this a lot to people. You knew when your friends were going to be at the park and you showed up. You knew where the glass bottles were. Like, oh, I wonder if they'll be there that you used to swap and get 10 cents for. That's what we used to do anyway. You knew that if you walked around the corner, you were going to find a nest of eggs. This is what little kids do. You notice. They always find things that were creative. There's a creativeness to it. And then what happens is over time in that unconscious part of their brains and our brains, the other stuff is widened. The stuff that I'm not good enough, I'm not capable, I'm not worthy, I don't have the resources, I'm just not powerful, I don't have any power, I don't, I can't be empowered because I've lost my power. Something happens, a few things happen when we're little and these things get widened. And then outside of us, we have our parents' patterns as well, their unconscious and subconscious patterns. Wow. So what happens is, who is that on there? I can't see. Who's on there giving me a heart? Make a comment so I can see. So what happens is that is wired in. And then which one we feed in is what is creating our lives. Now the super consciousness part is the creative consciousness. That is what I've wired my brain into the last six or seven years. And when I was little, I used to be that. I used to do that stuff. And I've taken myself back to that bliss and ease of that. Now, what do I mean by my super consciousness? That deep, 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 deep knowing, really deep knowing that you are in the right place and doing the right thing for you and that all the resources are there. Do you know when I tap into it? I am never short of resources or money. If I tap into it, the money shows. But if I'm choosing from an unconscious place, who is that lovely person? Thank you for that. If I'm, oh, Naroma, thank you. If I'm choosing from an unconscious place, I love all your support, I really do. If I'm choosing from an unconscious place and the resources are never there, I'm going to find the lack where I'm lacking. I'm going to find where I'm not a gift. I'm going to find what's not right for me. You know, it's all about what other people say about me. Because if I have a point of view that I'm not powerful, not good enough, and then someone makes a comment, I might take it really personally and I just add and I feed to that. And that just keeps playing up and being sent into my subconscious. And my subconscious can't say no. Anything that I feed it, any, whether it's coming from the unconscious or the superconscious, just goes into the sub. And then the sub is what runs our day. We are often in subconscious patterns 90 to 95% of the day. And if we are feeding our subconscious that, the stuff that is on top of all of what's wrong with us, then we're not in a creative orientation in our lives. We're in a victim. And I don't mean you're a victim. I don't mean that in a horrible way. But what happens is those patterns, those unconscious patterns just operate. We don't even know they're operating. We've, we're, we're listening to them though because... We believe what's being said in our head. We believe what we're being told outside of us is real and true. We believe the feeling of guilt and shame, which actually is driven from the unconscious and the subconscious. So our body emotions and feelings aren't real. They're based on a pattern which drives the body. And then it's fed back over and triggered by those things again. So we believe it's real and true when actually it's an illusion. And, and if you had time to sit with me, I'd prove it, that it truly is, if we had more time. But if you're feeling guilt and shame from a pattern that you're not good enough and not worthy, and you should do more, then the guilt isn't real or true. It's just based on that pattern. 
So what I do now is I create my life out of my super consciousness. And there's some ways you can do this, but the first thing you need to do is to acknowledge you have these consciousnesses. So hard to say. We have an unconsciousness that is all those patterns, those really low limiting frequency things like I'm not good enough, I'm not powerful, I'm not worthy, I don't deserve this. We have a subconscious which has been fed by these other consciousnesses, <laughs> can't say it, other types of consciousnesses. <laughs> and then we have our super consciousness, which is our deep, deep knowing. And this is also, if you're a religious person, this is part of your connection to God and source or whatever you believe. It's through the super consciousness. It's through that really deep knowing, okay? And then we have a self-consciousness, and that's just our... Ability to go, I'm self-conscious, I'm self-aware, I know who I am. Okay, and then we have an ego. And our ego's job is to hold all the unconsciousness in place. You know why? It's not people say, oh, they've got an ego because they're arrogant. When we talk about the true meaning of the ego or the egoic state, what we're talking about is our ego's job, which is like our a personality, which kicks into all that in our personal identity. But our ego's job, is to keep us in the same place, to keep us safe, to keep us not trying new things, to keep us over here in the unconscious or the subconscious that's fed from the unconscious because it doesn't want us to change because then we'll get an uncomfy. Then we'll get into tension. So our ego is always trying to stop us from being, changing all that stuff. But guess what we do as a self-conscious being? We go, Actually, I really would like to sort that problem I've got. Awesome. I'm going to have a go at sorting that thing about that I'm not grateful for me. And then what we do is we try and fix it. And we go out in the world and we go, there is something wrong with me. I'm going to fix it. And then there's this tension, like a rubber band, that brings us back to the unconscious pattern. Because, of course, the unconscious pattern is riding underneath. And it's being fed into that subconscious. And it's being wired into our subconscious. So we get this rubber band all the time. We're constantly reaching out going, but I've got to fix this. I don't love me. I'm not worthy. I've got to fix it. And then the unconscious goes, boom. Okay? Because you're trying to fix it. And guess what? If you're trying to fix it, you are in it. You are in that thinking. You are still in your unconscious pattern. Because if you weren't, you would know there's nothing to fix about you. That you, Naroma, and everyone else I know are the most amazing, beautiful human beings that don't need fixing. Okay? So if you're trying to fix the problem of you, you are in it. And you're unconscious to the fact that you're doing it. Okay? So the first thing we have to do is to acknowledge that, okay, I have been in it. I've been trying to fix myself. Number one, I've been trying to fix myself. And it's not working. Now, Naroma, I know you can attest to this, say, some stuff you've been going through that we're all going th be going through too in the past, is I was constantly trying to fix what was wrong with me. And it meant I served everyone else outside of me. I could never do enough. Because the unconscious pattern was, I'm not enough, I'm not worthy, so I have to do more and more and more. And that just drove me absolutely cray-cray. Like, I was so low, so not me, and just so unhappy. So what we need to do then is, oh, thanks, Naroma, is orientate ourselves to a different way to look at the world. Not fixing a problem, but turning a problem into a possibility. And by doing that, we have to change ourselves 
from a problem-solving orientation to a creative orientation which is truly true we are we really should be called human or creative beings or human creative beings we're not human doings and the fixing has a lot to do with the doing we're forcing and pushing ourselves to do like oh i need to go to the gym because you know i need to lose weight oh i need to do this i should journal more which is great i journal but if it comes from a fixing place or place then you're doing it out of force hey chicky babe we're just talking about how Hey, cows, I'm just talking about how our unconscious and our subconscious are wired over top of all those patterns that are low, and it's a problem-solving um, way to look at the world. It doesn't work because we keep going back to that unconscious pattern. And now I'm talking about your super consciousness or your soul or your spirit, whatever you want to call it. Every culture has it, every religion has a different name for it too. I'm calling it your super consciousness because I can explain it in a scientific way that we have an unconscious, a subconscious, we are self-conscious and self-aware, then we have this beautiful, deep, deep knowing who we truly are, which is what I call our super consciousness, or actually I love to call it our quantum consciousness as well. It's our own quantum consciousness. So in this super consciousness, we are never lacking. And we are this creative being who was put here to create to create joy and bliss and ease so then we could share that joy through whatever our gifts are, whatever our purpose is with our gift. Our purpose is related back to our gifts and capacities and when we're truly in the zone, we're using our gifts, what we're good at, which are our gifts, to then serve others, okay? But first it has to come from that super consciousness place. Now that super consciousness is never lacking. We are unlimited, full of unlimited infinite possibilities and potential, full of unlimited abundance. And when I'm in that space and creating from there, honestly, money always shows for the things that feel right in that space. It doesn't always show when I'm trying to choose out of an unconscious or subconscious space. Now, like I said before, we can wire our subconscious to be more, um, more influenced from our superconscious, which is what I've done. Okay, so we are never lacking. We have absolutely infinite abundance and love and gratitude. And we have that for ourselves and everyone when we tap into our super consciousness. And you might think, how do you do this? This sounds really hard. It's actually the easiest thing you'll ever do when you change your orientation from fixing you and fixing the unconscious patterns to creating you and choosing who you want to be moment by moment. It's actually the most easiest, simplest thing to do if you're given some simple tools that will support you to do it. And I just want to give you a few things today. Yeah, no lack, cows, eh? There's just no lack when we're in this beautiful space. Now, of course, when we're in our super consciousness space, we are open and expansive and receiving what is in front of us. And our energy is at a really high frequency because we're tapped in, tuned on to who we truly are, okay? And when we're in the unconscious pattern, which is feeding our subconscious, we're in a lower, non-creative, problem-solving, fixing frequency, which, guess what, brings more of that crap in 
more deja vu. So when we shift our orientation into the super consciousness, our knowing, our soul, whatever you want to call it, we also lift our frequency up, we lift our energy up, we come out of those lower emotions. And when we're out of those lower emotions, we don't do the same crappy things to ourselves. And when those things come up for me now, they don't come up very much. But when a little bit of guilt might come up sometimes, I see it very quickly because I've wired my subconscious to operate more from the superconscious part of me. So I see it really fast. I'm like, hang on a minute. I wonder what pattern triggered that. And that's a question you can ask. It's a great brain dump question for Julie, but you can just ask. I wonder what pattern triggered that. And it will your, your superconsciousness will help you show you the pattern. And then once you see the pattern, you have a choice next time not to go down the, the, the route of guilt and shame. Okay? The other thing with the superconsciousness is, is that's where our gift is. When you tap into it, all your gifts and capacities live here, not in your brain. And it's not in our brain, our superconsciousness, but it is connected to our brain. Because our brain is a consciousness by itself. But who knows where it completely lives, but I know in my body... And outside of my body, I can sense it. Now, this is not wacky woo-woo. We can prove this with quantum science now. They can measure your heart outside of you. So some of you might sense it in your heart. I sense it more in my tummy, okay? And when I know something's right, I just know it deep, deep, deep into my tummy. And it's what they said in certain cultures, the, you know, mother's waters or... Um, your gut feeling literally. I think mine's even lower. I think it's right down into my pelvic bowl area, that sort of woman's area. But yeah, um, and I can teach you a, a quick thing that'll teach you how to do that. But our gifts and capacities are actually there in that space. And you won't even know, have a name for most of it. It's just you talk to someone and they walk away and they text you later and they go, oh, I feel so much better. Thank you so much, Nadal Thank you so much, Kelly. I know this happens for you girls, or you'll just be there at the right place in the right time, and that tool or resource or money or person or job will be there. And like you said, Kelly, this is the most uncomplicated way to do living, and it's actually our natural way. It's our be, do, have, because when you're in your super consciousness, you are truly being you. It's who we are. We came here with it, and we'll leave with it. Okay, we didn't come here with the unconscious pattern that was widened, widened with family events and outside of us, all of the low uh, anger, rage, guilt, shame, um, regret, self, all that self abuse type stuff or abuse of others is widened from young. Okay, but we were born with this beautiful capacity to be all of us and to be conscious and aware of stuff that we can't even describe. Do you know that we only see about 2,000 bytes of information coming in? Because our RSA in our brain, our reticular activating system, has to filter. Our brain cannot take it in. So we have a faulty hard drive anyway, with faulty, with, sorry, faulty hard drive with faulty, faulty programming. So RSA stops the stuff coming in that might say, Hey, Naroma, go over there. Hey, Kelly, go over there, unless you wire it. And I've rewired my subconscious and my reticular activating system to be more in tune with my super consciousness, okay? So this is an easy way to describe it. So then I know when to go into a shop. I know I went and looked at something today, which is pretty exciting for me. 
and I'm not going to talk about it right now because I don't don't want to sort of say it and that it doesn't happen. But um, and I knew to look today, and I had a friend with me that was just so on board with it, and you know it was the right time to look. It wasn't the right time of the weekend when I actually drove past past this thing. Isn't that interesting? But this morning was the right time, and I'd had a paddleboard and a swim. That's always the right time for me to look at creating what a new thing for me. So, yeah, you'll know where to go. You know where to be. You will find the resources without even knowing you're looking because your reticular activating system, your reticular activating system will be wired to see beyond what your brain can see and you'll sense it and you'll know to go somewhere. You'll get a feeling or a vibe or a tingle in your body when when someone rings and you think, gosh, I'm meant to be a friend with that person or whatever that is. You meet someone, you just get this feeling. That's your super consciousness, guys, girls. And I mean, I could, you know, sitting here right now, the gratitude for this, I could just sit here and cry with gratitude for knowing this and accessing it because I know I can do anything. I really, truly do. Hi, Arlene. Lovely to have you on again. I know you can't always come. Great to have you on. You know, and it just makes me so grateful that I've accessed this and I practice the tools that get me there. I just want to give you a couple of tools that would help get you there anyway. Number one, acknowledge you are not a fixing problem-solving being. You are not. We are sold that lie and personal development does this big time. Personal development says we need to go out and get more confident. And guess what happens? Unless you can wire yourself to creative way of being and a super consciousness way of being, you will go out there, go to a course, do what they say to do, but underneath that unconsciousness of how you can't be good enough and how you're not confident is going to pull you back like a rubber band. And there's tension. And tension isn't a bad thing. I'm going to talk one night again about how tension is a good thing. So when you're in a creative framework, there is a tension. And the tension is, I'm here right now, but actually I know that's possible. And there's a tension there. And it's like a rubber band as well. But it's not a, a horrible negative tension. It's this beautiful pull towards what you know is possible. Okay, so number one, acknowledge you are not a problem-solving, fixing being. That is just the brain. You are not. Okay, guys? Number two, acknowledge you are a creative, super-conscious being who has this creative capacity to create beyond anything that you ever thought was possible. Okay? I know this is possible. My clients know this is possible. I'm living proof of it. If you sat down with me for an hour and I told you what's been happening... You'd be like, wow, how did you create that? Out of my deepest knowing. My being, doing, and having. Not my do, be, have, or be, have, do, whatever it is. Thanks, cows. Love this and love you girls for being on here. Know that you are not that. So it's orientating away from that old way of being, which we're trained in. So you're going to have to look outside of you and go, hang on a minute, Facebook. Hang on a minute, YouTube. Hang on a minute, mum and dad, friends, family. You can have that way of being. I am choosing something different from this moment. And it is purely a choice. Because again, once you choose, you're orientating your subconscious to listen more to your superconscious. So a choice will actually help to have the brain be wired back into this deep, deep knowing as well. So you'll, you'll feed the brain 
from your deep knowing rather than from those unconscious patterns. Number three, find tools and strategies that are going to bring you into calm and peace. This is going to help you deal with what's going on outside of you and actually listen to your knowing and feel it and access it and know when it says, hey, Lise, go down the shop there. There's something down there and you walk in the shop and there's the thing you've been wanting for two weeks and it's half price or a third of the price or someone gives it to me. Like, honestly, this happens every day for me. Something shows up that I've, I'm like, oh, yeah, I really could do with that or whatever. And it shows up because I've listened to my knowing, that super conscious part of me. So we, But we have to come back to calm and peace. I did not have calm and peace seven or eight years ago. I had anxiety. I was frenetic. I was constantly trying to chase my tail. So I recommend you find tools, whether it's, and you can find your own tools for this. Excuse me. You can find like yoga, meditation, journaling, whatever that is. There's other energetic processes that help. Walking on the beach, it doesn't matter what it is, but all of those will help you access that tiny little voice that's been trying to poke at you and that body that's been trying to show you, those little tingles and sensations that are trying to say, hey, Lisa, you know, I, you spoke to that person and your body felt on fire, ring them again. There's something there that you need to talk to them about or whatever, okay? So finding that calm and peace, whatever that is for you. I'll just quickly tell you that I have a $10 a month meditation journaling group, calm, C-A-L-M-M-Y-F-A-R-M.com. And that's what we do. We have meditations that tap us into our super consciousness. Now, the girls on here, I don't necessarily call that on the call, uh, on the meditation, but that's what I'm doing. I'm tapping you into your super consciousness. And the journaling is the same. We're um, dumping the pattern out of the unconscious, the real brain dump, so we can wire the subconscious back into a kinder, more grateful, gentle, blissful, fun, phenomenal, flowing way to be in the world. So we need to come back to that calm. Number four, please acknowledge you and your body is separate from you. Your body is truly separate and it's part of the GPS system. The sensations you'll get are part of that GPS system, okay? Really listen to your body and honor it and be prepared to not judge it and just listen to the signs. Like I've been stuff going on with food, but I've really listened to my body and that's been shifting and I'm staying off these foods and I feel so much better because I've listened to my body. Acknowledge and honor your body wherever it is right now. Be grateful for it. And you're going to be able to tap that deep knowing and that super consciousness more easily. Number five, I think I'm counting right, gratitude. Gratitude will rewire your subconscious every time. And it's actually the magic source. It will rewire your brain back into a higher frequency and into a space of receiving. So if you can be grateful for you, you're going to receive more money. You're going to receive more fun and joy and bliss and grateful for others. You'll receive more from others and from the universe or God or whatever you want to call it from that source. And also gratitude will help you tap in, thank you for the hearts, tap in to your deepest knowing. Because when we're in gratitude, there is no judgment and judgment will stop you. 
Okay, judgment will stop you accessing it. Because guess where you'll be? Where will you be if you're in judgment, girls? Someone answer me. Where will you be if you're in judgment? Did someone answer me that? If anyone's been listening. <laughs> hey, you got to get five points for this. Where will you be if you're in judgment? Will you be in your super consciousness? Uh-uh. You are in your brain. All judgment comes from an unconscious pattern. All of it. And it's not true and it's not real. Because your unconscious patterns, you were not born with them. Okay? You weren't born with them. They were wired in. You were born as a super conscious, soulful, deep, deep knowing being. And that's what babies and little kids are. And they ask so many questions and they're wondering and they just think life's amazing. And then we wire it out of them with all the other things and society and patterns and things. Okay? So gratitude's going to help you access it because there's no judgment and gratitude. And it will take you into a deep space where you can just be more and access it. So again, I've got a cool gratitude journaling prompt, growingmygratitude.com. I'll put the links in after the call. And you can download and start to get some gratitude for you and the world around you. And I promise you, it will shift things. It might seem subtle, but you'll look back in a year and go, wow, that doesn't happen anymore. I'm so excited. Things like that. Number six, I think I'm counting right, judgment. And we just touched on this. Judgment is the bigger, biggest killer of your super consciousness, of accessing your gifts and your capacities and infinite knowing and infinite receiving and infinite tools and resources and abundance. Judgment. Because you're going to put a barrier up. It's going to be like, oh, nah, I can't buy that. I couldn't do that. How could I do that? I can't do that job. I'm, I'm not good enough for that job. I can't um, have a relationship like that because all my relationships with men in the past haven't been like that. And what you get is a big barrier. And that barrier then sits in the subconscious and you keep creating more of it. And that's how the quantum field part of it works. If you're thinking it, there's an energy that goes with it and then you create more which matches the energy. And it's called a quantum entanglement, how it happens. So if you're judging you particularly, we judge ourselves a lot. And that comes out of the unconscious. Then you're probably judging the world around you as well, okay? Because you'll project that out. And when you're doing that, you can't receive as much. You will not be gifted to as much because you've got barriers to what can show up. And I had a barrier with my house. And I'll talk to you about it another night because I don't want to go into too much detail about it. But I had a big barrier. But yeah, I'll talk to you about it another night. So yeah, any barrier is going to stop you receiving and being gifted to. And of course, it's going to stop you really tapping into your deepest knowing. Because your deepest knowing, if you tap into it and really listen, might be saying, Lisa, go for that job. You're going to get this. And it might not even be that you get it. But by going for it, you increase your capacity to go for things. Yeah? So we don't always get what feels light. It's not always about, oh, that felt light, but I, did, I didn't get the job. So what's wrong? It's not about that. It's about it gave you an awareness and increased your capacity for self-gratitude because you ended up in an interview or you grabbed some new tools out of it, okay? So, judgment of your body, of you, of the world around you. And part of that is allowance. 
Allowance is the energy of being gifted to and receiving without judging it. Now, this does take some practice, and I've been practicing it for a while. I am not perfect by all means, folks, but I'm willing to go, oh, I'm not an allowance here. Okay, what would it take for me to allow that person to be them? And there's the next tool, questions. I think we're up to number seven. Questions. Questions will rewire your unconscious, which then feeds into your sub subconscious, and then it will also tap you into your superconsciousness, and it rewires your reticular activating system. So questions are phenomenal. What would it take for me to have ease here? I wonder what it's going to take for that money to show up. Universe, show me ease or joy or bliss. And you could even say, show me my super consciousness. Show me where my deepest knowing is. Um, body, show me where my deepest knowing is in my body. Show me where that is. Questions are incredibly powerful. Because when you're questioning, you are not in an unconscious pattern. You aren't judging or concluding. You're not being conclusionary, Connie. You are being a wondering woman. And I'm actually thinking of doing a workshop around this called the Wonder Woman. And when you're being the Wonder Woman, guess what? You, When you wonder, you show yourself an answer. The answers come. When you don't, when you judge, there's no answer. It's just, I can't do it. I won't do it. I should do it. I shouldn't do it all those types of things, there's no question there. There's no chance of something new showing up. You will just stay in the old pattern and it keeps you in the old pattern. Where the questions allow your consciousness, your super consciousness and your subconscious to wire, rewire, and then the quantum field, which is connected to this, the quantum entanglement, can show up. And when I say, what's it going to take to have more ease? It shows up, however it shows up. Sometimes you've got to go through the uncomfy and you might have to leave, sounds awful, but leave a marriage or leave a job to get to ease. But that might be what your super consciousness is showing you. So people, consciousness isn't always comfy. It's not always comfy, but it can be ease and you can still have joy and you can still have bliss and your phenomenons and your gifts and capacities as well. We have all these gifts and capacities that are related to our superconsciousness, that are part of it, but also our superconsciousness shows that stuff to us. So it's a twofold thing. It's part of our superconsciousness, but our superconscious will show us what it is, what our gifts are. Who am I and what are my gifts? Great question. Ask every day, who am I? You are not who you thought you were a minute ago. You're changing every second by choosing something new. You're not who you were when you were 20, 30, 40, 50, whatever. It always does, doesn't it, Count? It shows up so differently because you're not in your brain. If if it doesn't show up differently and it's just the same old deja vu, it's the same old deja vu. It really is. And you're on like a hamster wheel, okay? You're on a hamster wheel. But when you get into tapping into the true nature of you, that quantum superconsciousness, Stuff just shows up, totally new stuff. And where I am right now is not where I thought I'd be even a year ago. Where I am now is not where I thought I'd be three weeks ago. And that is true. Honestly, guys, my life just shows up differently all the time. And I'm willing for it to be different than others. I'm willing to be quirky and weird and wonderful. 
I'm willing to be judged because this stuff makes me feel so good, so alive, so blissful and so joyful. And that's what life's about. It's not about a job or business that you just do. It's about beingness. And who are we being right now? And these things just bring me so much joy and gratitude. So, yeah, I'm willing to be judged for what I'm saying here because I'm receiving it. I can receive it because deep down in my super consciousness and my deep knowing, I know I'm on the right track. So you can say what you like to me and I'll be like, that's cool for you. I know I'm on the right track. Now, now the 10th thing or ninth thing is beliefs. Now, you're probably not going to believe this technically. Beliefs aren't are not our way to live our lives either, okay? Because guess where beliefs live? And again, this might push your buttons. And that's okay if it does, because we're shifting a paradigm and it might trigger you a little bit. You think, hang on a minute, Lise, and that's fine. Beliefs live in our unconscious and our subconscious. So we feed through a pattern of I'm not good enough. And then we have a subconscious pattern that might be to be good, I have to do this whatever it is. Now, I'm not going to go into detail. I, mean, I could bring up lots of examples. But for me, I would say one of them, my beliefs was I had to serve others first. Now, that was one of the most limiting beliefs I've ever had. And we have billions of them. We don't even know I've got them. They are so unconscious to us. It's not till you hear someone arguing that you can see there's something going on, but you don't even know what's driving that sometimes. They don't say what their belief is outside of their mouth. They're just arguing and dogmatic because the belief is deep. It's deep and hidden. We have thousands of them. And when I do my brain dumping, they come up. And I go, whoa, I didn't even know I had that. And that's one of my journaling techniques I teach is brain dumping. So beliefs are not our way to uh, create our lives either because they are very, very deep, often hidden and very limited. And what happens with a belief is you've taken a side. You've taken a side from this is right and this is wrong, generally, okay? So they're very limiting too. And you know, there's lots of modalities that try to change your beliefs. No, they're not exactly the same, hun. The unconscious is that deep, deep, deep pattern and the, the unconscious and the and the superconscious feed into your subconscious, which is, which is more conscious than the unconscious. Okay, and you can rewire your subconscious, but your unconscious don't even bother, don't bother rewiring it so much. Okay, just know it's there and it's full of deep, deep limited patterns and beliefs, but we can rewire the subconscious by actually tapping into our knowing. Okay. So we don't want to try and fix the unconscious. That's part of the problem-solving, fixing reality. But by doing the questions and the journaling and all that sorts of stuff, you are shifting your subconscious, your RSA, your reticular activating system, to be looking for something amazing and different. So beliefs, I would look at you and I, I would say to you, I challenge you, listen to what you say. Write down some of your limiting beliefs. Write down, I wonder what my beliefs are. And you will come up with some of the weirdest and wackiest things. And they are BS. They're deja vu. They are not your knowing. Even if it comes to, um, I believe I can make money by working hard in a job. Or I believe I can make money by uh, saving. as a belief. Yeah? If I save 
If I save really hard, I can pay my house off. That's a type of belief. And I'm not buying into that belief, okay? I'm buying into a different belief where I don't have to be worried about that to begin with, that I'm, oh my goodness, I have to pay my house off in 20 years, okay? I'm not even buying into that. No, I might save for something, but that's part of a real limiting belief. So these things that might seem like a good thing to do that your mum and dad told you, or a friend tells you, or the government tells you, or doesn't tell you, or whatever, is generally based on an old belief or pattern, okay? So I really challenge you to look at your beliefs too. Now, there's a lot of information in this chat tonight. But basically, I've talked about a lot of this before, but maybe not so much in the context of your super consciousness. But be willing to not be your belief. Otherwise, you are going to be a dogmatic, fighting person. Be willing to be that being that taps into your deepest knowing and goes, actually, is that belief really true for me now? Do I really believe that? And it's just a belief. So you can rewire your brain not to be listening to your beliefs because they're always limited, but to be listening to your deepest knowing. And in, when we talk about in New Zealand, it's like our wairua, our spirit, and it's the most beautiful word. And it's the most beautiful energy for me when I use that word with it. But when we talk about it in a scientific way or in a different way with quantum physics, we can call it our super consciousness or our quantum consciousness that actually connects into all the quantum field. Everything is possible for you guys. Hey, Lau Winnie, speaking of wairua, one of my beautiful friends who now lives in Oz, who's got the most beautiful wairua. All of you girls on here do. I am so grateful. Is, you know... You are not anything except your wider, your beautiful spirit. You are full of infinite grace and infinite knowing and gratitude and infinite resources and abundance. You are. If you were born without this brain, you wouldn't have these feelings of guilt and shame and blame and regret. You wouldn't be thinking, I need to do more for my kids or I need to do this or I need to do that. You wouldn't be. Oh, thanks, cows. It really makes me emotional. I really am so honoured to do this work and to coach you guys that are on here. I'm so honoured to do it. And I'm so honoured that people come to me and that I can share this because it's become my life's greatest work. You know, people talk about their art and what their greatest life's work was. This is mine. I thought it was my teaching, but this is it. If I can bring 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 people to a place where they know they are unlimited and they have everything they desire and everything they require right now, then I, yeah, it just makes me so happy. And yeah, so share the love and share this video, share it around, share it into a group. If you want a copy of the video and you want to share it into a group because you can't share it from here, just DM me and I'll, I always save them and download them. So, and they'll be in my email. So you could always reach out, Lisa at networknurture.info and I could email, put you on my email list. So what else can I say here is you are lacking in nothing. You are this beautiful conscious being who has so many choices and so much possible for you. So please know you are the super consciousness, not the unconscious being with all the crappy thoughts and the crappy feelings, and the judging of you, and the guilt, and the shame. No, that's not you. That is just your brain. No, you are this beautiful why you, you are this beautiful deep knowing, 
this beautiful being with a body that can help you access it and reach out. I'd love to talk to you. I'd love to support you. I do have my www.calmmyfarm.com, which is $10 a month, where I do these types of meditations that will take you into your super consciousness or wider, or whatever you want to call it. And also we access through journaling our brain patterns and we access our super consciousness that way as well through something I call moodscaping. And then I also, if you go to networknurture.info, you'll find other resources and one-to-one sessions with me. And I'm sort of choosing, deciding at the moment what, what, what my next thing I'm going to do. So, I'm, But I'm pretty excited. Something cool's coming. And thank you so much for being on here and sharing the love. And please share my video. And um, yeah, thanks so much. And yeah, thanks cows. Um, honestly, you guys, I'm so grateful for you all. I can't put it into words. I really can't. So thank you before I really start crying. <laughs> but I'm so grateful for these tools and I'm so grateful for you and anyone that watches this in the future. If I get to know you, I'm so grateful for you too. So take care. Thanks so much. Love you. Bye.